we are back with the 26th episode of Irish Iron, and today's guest is none other than I.B. Stanny, Plastic Physique Pro, powerlifter as of last weekend, right? So I want to talk about that at some point, but first and foremost, uh, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, um, why don't you give us a little bit of history? Um, so what got you into, like, obviously you compete. Like, I first heard of you, I would say, 2018, when you won the overall in the PCA Galway show. Uh, Belfast, that was my first day. Belfast, yeah. Yeah, and was that your, was that like your second show, or how many shows have you actually done? No, that wasn't my, that wasn't my, um, that wasn't my second show. My, my, my first show was actually uh, Men's Physique. 2016, Men's Physique 2016, October 2016 Nationals. Okay. And then the IBBF, yeah. That was that was when I was crawling into bodybuilding. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, the big uh, the big boss uh, Nick Bullman came up to me, walked up to me on stage, and go, "You're too big to be uh, to be Men's Physique." And then I went, I looked at him, I was like, oh, "What are you trying to say?" <laughs> I've seen these guys up in the state. They're monstrous. <laughs> You're telling me I'm big. But uh, yeah, that changed my mind anyways. And uh, yeah. I moved up to classics. I moved up to classics. Yeah, and then um, I did a, uh, my second show was actually uh, up in Kilkenny. It's uh, Gianni. You know Gianni? Yes, of course, man. Uh, yeah, so he was doing the uh, extravagance. Uh, is it the extravagance? I was called Felix. Yeah, Felix. So. I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say I won't class that as a show, but it is a show because that is part of my experience, you know. And, um, that was the second place that I did men's physique, and I also did classic. So I pretty much won. I won. I, I won the men's physique. I won the classic there, and I also took the overall. So that would be my second show, and then my third show was uh, RIPBF uh, Nationals. That was my my, my third show was the in, in men's physique. Sorry, no, no. My torture was a uh, Nava, Nava, twenty seventeen. Yeah, and was then that, Nava. Was that classic or was that like uh, was athletic? Yeah, athletic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did a big uh, show then, man. I did that show as well. I did that. That was. I took a break of like four years or something. I think it was three years. And in twenty seventeen, yeah. Yeah, so I did all those shows and then just took two years off after that. Uh, look, there's no shows now anyway for the moment. So, like, you know, I think we're stuck in a position where, like, I mean, if, even if you're getting ready for a show, like, what's to say you're even going to make it there? You know, I mean, well, you see, that's 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 one thing about me. Like, you know, I'm always kind of like, you know, when I hear everyone getting prepared for a competition, you know, it sounds good. It's a good mindset to have, like, you know, always pushing your body, getting it ready for for, for challenges. For, for what for what you're doing exactly for what the, the sport consists of you know like the training the couple of months training the meals and stuff like that they don't come easy so for me the way I look at it is I go through a logic that it's not just every show you have to prepare yourself for you have to prepare yourself for the show that you know you're going to benefit out you're going to gain out so 
Please you know when you've picked that show, you've no excuse not to work hard because you've already picked that show. Do you get what I mean? It's not just like, oh yeah, I do this show. If I don't win in this show, I, I do the other show. Nah, that's not a game plan. That's, that's you. That's a game plan for failure. Do you know what I mean? You don't expect to win one show and then you already have one as a backup. No. You pick the show. You know that's the show you want to do. You go all out and train in. That's the show you have to fucking win. So that's the way, that's the way I plan it, man. You probably heard I never do more than two shows a year. It's because I'm not trying to, like, you know, it's not that I'm trying to better myself or any stuff like that. Or I think I'm better than this guy. That's why I feel like, oh, I have to do two shows a year. It's just, I'm respecting my body. And I'm also, you know, and I also know whatever show that I choose to do, I know there's going to be great guys there. You've never seen me do a spring classic. Because I don't see I don't see spring classic as a, a challenging a challenging uh, time of the year to compete. You know, you're either waiting for the nationals, which is, you know everyone in the country, all the best of the country in Ireland. That that's when that's when they come to that. So I was like, yeah, that's where I want to be. And also Navarro as well. Navarro is a big uh, it's a big uh, a big organization as well. So I, I wanted to beat the guys in Navarro. I wanted to beat the best in Navarro. I wanted to beat the best in Nationals. I wanted I wanted to beat the best in PCA. I wanted to be the best in muscle contest. So this show is the way, you know, as I picked them, I'm picking them for a reason. So I'm not just jumping into the little ones and be like, oh, yeah, I want to beat the best guy in spring classic. No, <laughs> you know, so I I, I spent my spring uh, spring classic time training for yeah. Nationals. Yeah, and it's also a case, man, like a lot of people don't understand that you need time to improve. I mean, there's a oh, lot yeah. of guys, there's a lot of guys who don't really improve because they compete so much. And it's like, Ooh. it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. So you're touching the body. The body needs, you know, it's just as, as, high, as much as you train your body, as much, as much break and rest you, the body needs, you know? So you have to, you have to respect the body. Yeah, if yeah. your body's weak, you can't get training done right. You're training, you're never going to enjoy training. If you have an injury, you can't train. You know, so you need the body to go back to his own self, and then when you know it's show time, let's say you have a show six months away, and then you start banging out the body. You know, you know what I mean? You just gotta, you gotta treat the body like, a, you know, like it's something, something valuable. You know, something, something you can replace. You can't replace that, uh, you, you know, if anything happens to your body, that's it. So you got to try smart, you know. That's like it. Right shows as well. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, like, when you when you competed, like, did you, I know you worked with Shane, but, like, did you always work with Shane? Or for anyone who's listening, that's um, Shane Cullen, who's actually competing in, like, three days. But for, was he, was he your yeah, first coach? Well, Shane wasn't my first coach, but me and Shane have known each other as a teenager, very, very long time ago. Shane is out, has always wanted, to be, I know, as as told, has always wanted me to do bodybuilding a very, very, very long time ago. You know, because he said he's seen the potential. You know, Shane, Shane, bless him. Whoever knows me now, who knows me when I was a, when I was a teenager, always you know, thought that I should have gone to bodybuilding at some point. You know, but uh, that wasn't my. I wasn't thinking about bodybuilding. Then. No, so no, Shane, no. Shane, Shane, Shane was bodybuilding back then. It was also powerlifting. Mokta was bodybuilding back then. You know. 
and uh, blessing was bodybuilding back then. I was I was doing mixed martial arts back then. So okay. also bodybuilding, yeah, I was doing MMA back then. So bodybuilding wasn't my, you know, it's not even in my <laughs> in my checklist. No, that, that's it's pretty cool. That's that's deadly, man. So like, I mean, with with the mixed martial arts, um, how long did you do that? Oh, gee, I did my mixed martial arts for what, eight years, yeah, eight years. Up in Lukin, Lukin, uh, Lukin Village. Ask anybody, ask anybody, they tell you, Ryoshi. Ryoshi and Lukin MMA. I'll never forget that gym. One of the best gyms in the country. Yeah, like I know, I know what the mixed martial arts world now. It's a completely different scene to the bodybuilding scene. So like, oh, yeah. what, what made you stop doing one? Because like, I would have thought like, if I was good at mixed martial arts and I was good at bodybuilding, mm. I would probably pick I, I don't know, it's hard to say, man, because I've never done it. So I'm just like, what what kind of made you say I'm done with this? Like, is it just injuries and stuff? Or, or like... uh, injury, injury is one of the main cause. Injury is one of the main cause. And uh, back, in, uh, back then as well, Ireland wasn't really, you know, they weren't shedding light into MMA back then until um, Conor McGregor came into the scene. So. There was only there was only a couple of guys from the country that were, you know, I I, I wasn't pro. I didn't turn pro then. I was all my all my years doing that mixed martial arts. I was an amateur, so I never made it pro. And uh, I think it I think it's because of also how long it took me to you know to be an amateur. I was just like I don't think you know I think I'm running out of time. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to become pro in. Uh, I had a cho- I had a, I had a choice to become pro in uh, in, uh, in MMA, but my choice was to keep on you know to keep at the amateur level to gain more experience you know because I wasn't just going to jump in, change the gloves and you know we all I always knew what it felt like being a pro because I was uh, the only pro that we had in my gym Henry you know Henry Fadipere Hercules they call him great guy this guy did this guy did a lot of good in MMA in the uh, EFC Africa, MMA in Ireland, I mean, he went undefeated, man, undefeated as an amateur. So Henry was my training partner, yeah, I was his, I was his, I was his only training partner because nobody else could, you know, bang in the cage with this guy, so I had to be the punching bag. But uh, yeah, so there was a time where Henry was getting, uh, he was getting ready for a fight. So, you know, as we being his, uh, uh, his uh, training uh, buddy, yeah, it was a mess, it was a messy part. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very messy part, and I ended up injuring myself in that, for, uh, in that session. And I kind of pulled back after that because uh, it took me a long time to recover from that injury, actually. You know, and, uh, yeah, what did you do? Every time we did the leg lock, you know, BJJ started in the leg lock and all that stuff, I always felt it down there. Mm. And I also bad, had a bad neck injury as well, so I just had to... I just had to call it quits because uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the body, the body, the body yeah. was born into uh, un- uncharted, uncharted territory. I was taking the body to in MMA, and uh, I just couldn't risk it no more. No, and I mean, if you're not getting paid, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like and that too. It's like and that too. So that was the, that was one main factor as well. I wasn't getting money for it. No, you know? no. I mean, yeah. like. When you switched over, though, I mean, you must have, like, how old were you when you first did your show? Like, when you did your first show, were you were you in your 20s then? Like, you must have been 
bit uh -huh. um well bodybuilder yes. yeah i was in my 20s when i did my, my first bodybuilding yeah okay. Okay. So i was in probably my yeah mid uh was it kind of like what was it what 20 24 Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that would look, I tell people this, like, I mean, if you come that there's two ways to go about it. It's like if you compete as a junior, like when I started off as a junior, I competed with Shane. Like that's that's how I know Shane because we did a show together and I knew mm. he was back as well. But out of that kind of era, there's not very many guys who kept going. So I think it's almost a benefit if you start later on, because you'll stick it out, you yeah. know, don't burn out. Yeah. Like, like well, I think, I looked at it this way, yeah, like, you know, we all understand each other. If you want something so bad, you have to go for it. I, I, I don't think it depends on what age you are, no. you know. It don't really matter what age you are. If you want something so bad, you will go for it. The reason why I, I felt like I was, I was succeeding in bodybuilding was because of my discipline in every other sport that I've done before. And, and the fact that if I want something very bad, I will go for it. You know what I mean? So that's my, that's my motto. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I try to hold myself back sometimes because I know there's more to life to, you know, <laughs> to bodybuilding, shall we say. You know, I try to hold myself back sometimes, but, you know, I have such good support that, uh, you know, people around me believe in what I'm doing. So I tend to feed off that, you know, I tend to feed off that because sometimes I get very bored of bodybuilding until somebody tell me, IV, why stop now? Like you've done so much, this is what you can do. And people have to remember, you know, it's, 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 on, it's okay for you to do something and it's okay for some people to be behind you, pushing you for to, you know, to, to achieve that. But in Ireland, there's not, there's not, there's, there's not that much support in bodybuilding. People don't support you like they should be in bodybuilding. And I kind of look at that as a, as a, as a disadvantage for the guys that are actually putting themselves into this situation, you know, training, you know, with their body and stuff like that. Because I believe if people support it more, I understand people do come watch the shows because I know IRBF, you know, PCA, this, this shows are always full of crowds that come to watch, but it's different from watching a show and also helping the athlete out. Like when it comes to sponsors and, you know, kind of like, you know, Ireland itself being a base of like, you know, looking after its own athletes. That, we don't have that here and that's a shame. And I wish, you know, that's something could be blessing. done about that. That's why Blessing left. I mean, look at Blessing now. Exactly. Killing it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see. He's with, he's with a, even, even before he was with a red card, before he was, he was with red card, he was with Trek Patricia and they still looked after him, you know, to the gold standard, you know, gold standard. Now red card is probably the premium standard, you know what I mean? So, um, but what about our Irish uh, supplement brands? And, uh, you know, come on, we need you guys to do more, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you, I mean, it's you, not, it's if they can do more, there's going to be more coming out of Irish athletes. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, were you... I believe that. Oh, no, I, I believe do. that. 100%. I think, I think the best sponsors you can get, like, not counting money, <coughs> would probably be, I would say, deep, t like, physiotherapy. 
you can get a good sponsor from a mm. physiotherapist, that a oh, lot, that, lot that's of big. Food. That would yeah. help. That would help. I mean, lots I would of tell you, I would, I would tell you one thing. Yeah, see, physio, physio, cryo, uh, you name it, whatever type of body massage you can name. You know, the cupping and all that stuff. Till today, till today, since the day that I started. So the day that I started MMA, even bodybuilding as well, I've never had one of them done. Never, never had one of them done. Not because of, I don't feel like I need it. I do need it, but I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't. And I kind of, I kind of like picture it this way. If I had actually even got one of them done, even the knifing, you know, the knifing, even if I had one of those had done, imagine what I would look like, what my physique would have looked like. You know, how change would have been like yeah. a full blown. I never had it. I never I had any of that done. I just went along and strained. The only thing I do is I go to the plunge pool. There's a plunge pool down in the down in Limerick here, down at the at a gym down there. And whenever I see that I've already you I've already overworked the body and my body is in pain, I just go down there deep into the cold pool and you know I like the I like the relaxation and the recovery I get from that. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the uh, only recovery I get. Yeah, I've gone twice. I've gone about four times, man. I've gone four times over ten years, so I can't talk. Right? Yeah, but it's great. I've gone. The last time I went was maybe two months ago, and it was the cupping, it was the needling, it was the like mm. the whole thing. And you know, I was like, I didn't think it would make a difference, but it did make a difference. Like, I was like, oh, they do make big difference. Big difference. What? Big difference. The one thing I will say though, it's like there's not a lot of guys in Ireland that I would trust to do it. That's the problem. I don't want somebody who doesn't know what they're doing sticking a needle into, yeah. uh, into something. And yeah. <laughs> so I know what you mean. Yeah. With that being said, man, I mean, like you came from when you did the bodybuilding, and yeah, who was telling you? Like, obviously, you kind of turned pro fairly fast. Like, I mean, a lot of Very people, quick. it was like, well, like three years, four years. So it's like, mm. well, who, who kind of, what was the secret? Not the secret, but like, I mean, was it just uh, keep to yourself? Well, four, four years, yeah. 2018, 2018 was the first year that I attempted to, uh, was the, year, the first year I attempted to get the pro card. Okay. And uh, 20, 2019 was just, um, should I say 2019? I just, I, I kind of like, I made up my mind. I was like, you know what? I messed up last year. Like I came second, I came second 2018 when, um, in muscle contest. Cause I was, I was being coached by somebody else then. I had another coach then. But this was on, this was actually a, a couple of weeks coming out of a PCA cause I did PCA in 20, 2018. So PCA was uh, after a muscle contest. And obviously everything we did wrong at Muscle Contest, we did right for PCA. This was because of the other coach that I had. So um, I, didn't, I didn't place well in the Muscle Contest because I was too flat. I was way too flat. Like I just, I, I looked sick on stage, but I don't know why. Because if I had knew, if I had knew, because since I started bodybuilding, this is what people have to understand. Since I started bodybuilding, I'd been listening to my coach. I didn't know anything about you know, my macros or any of that stuff, I literally had to learn as I go. 
but I still didn't know many. I still didn't, didn't really know many ways of kind of like, you know, all I knew was dieting for like a fight. <laughs> so you can cut weight, so you can make weight. That was the only sort of dieting that I know. But dieting to kind of like construct your body into another shape and different level, I had no clue. So I was literally listening to my coach and listening to my coach and listening to my coach. So unfortunately, after muscle contest, um, me and my coach, we got into a fight. And um, yeah, we just didn't see eye to eye no more. And then, um, yeah, I moved on to Shane. And then Shane kind of like, you know, kind of like guided me till today. Yeah. And I, it's like, it's like this is like Shane knew this was going to happen long time ago. Long time. Listen, I'm very glad that I opened up to it. And I, I you know, well, I, I regret the fact that it took me this long to, to notice it, to see it. Instead of, instead of me should have copped onto it a long time ago when it actually was like, IB, this is where you need to be. This is what you need to be doing. You know? But, uh, hey, listen, all these things happen for a reason, you know? Timing, everything, they all, it all happens for a reason. And, you know, come on, we made it, we made it as a pro in how many years of bodybuilding, like? Yeah. So, well, guys, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I worked my ass off, man. Every fucking show that I did, I did not. I did not take it easy on myself, you know, because uh, all these wins didn't come. They didn't come into the end, like. Yeah. I literally killed myself for it. Killed like, myself for it. Shows, man. I mean, like, uh, I remember. I remember seeing those pictures, and I remember there was two sets of pictures uh, when you and Geo were against each other in the PCA show. That was that oh, was PCA. Pretty, that was a good show. And then I remember the so, Geo. <laughs> Geo is somebody who G will turn pro. Yeah. He will turn pro. Just it's just a matter of time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like it's just dude. I've been saying it to this kid, like, you know, like Geo, Geo's a beast, like. Geo's a beast. I just I just I just wish Geo is uh consistent. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love him and I always I joke with him all the time because he bet me one week and I, I bet him the next week. No, he bet me yeah. the second show. I bet him the first show. So I was like, you what know, show was that? this was, so I bet him in Nava. I bet him in the juniors in Nava. Oh, okay. He bet me the next week. He leapfrogged over us all and won. And then he hasn't lost the show wow. since. So I was kind of just <laughs> like, just like, all right. So I, I will always say, yeah, I bet you. I bet you once. But he'll, yeah, I will, look, he's on a different level now. So I'm just like. Right, I'll, I'll just stick to my lane. He, well, he's out, he's out with juniors now, so, you know, he's, he's out there in the open now, like, because um, he's, he's, he's an open bodybuilder, he's an open, but I think, I think he'll, he'll fit well in the two-on-two, in the, in the two-on-two uh, division, you know, because of his height as well. Mm. I think he'll fit well in there, because, you know, I've, if, if it wasn't for his density and stuff like that, I think it would be better, you know, because I'm not, I wasn't a big guy then, like, you get me, like, I wasn't a, I was a small guy, but I was I was defined. I had my mind, I had my roundness for my type of physique, you know, and my waist. So he was just a lot denser. But you know, obviously, if we if we say it with a little bit of um a little bit of uh, conditioning, it could have taken me out. It could have taken me out in a PCA legs, you know. I so, think he just needs legs, man. I think he just needs to bring up the lower body a little bit more. Yeah, and that too, and that too, and that too. I'm not like, even his, his potential. 
I'm not even sure if he would. He's potential to become a pro next year if he walks now until next April in the muscle contest. There's a big, there's a big. No, I think he'd be too big. I think he'd be too heavy for the two on twos, though. I think he already competes at like the high 80s, you know? So I'm like, by the time he competes as an open bodybuilder, he'll probably be like, well, you don't know. I mean, I suppose you don't know until he turns <laughs> up. Day, so. That would be, that would be a lot of, he's going to have to pack a lot of muscle onto that body. Like, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally. If he's, if he's going to be in the open. Yeah. If he's gonna be in the open, he's gonna like you know. Cause if you put him together beside blessing now, like you know, cause obviously blessing is in the open. That's the way we kind of have to look at that. It's there's still a long way to go in that in the, you know, on that road. But I believe you know with the two on two, if he can kind of like you know get his weight to that category and keep working hard till then, hey, top five at least, like yeah, you know. Oh, uh-huh. oh, I'm being real because these guys, these guys are, you know, because we don't really have a two-on-two in Ireland. We don't have a two-on-two division. We don't do that. So, but if he can, if he qualifies, then I don't see, like, I have no doubt he's going to do so good in Europeans, you know, two-on-two, like, so good, like, because he can, he can challenge himself in that category in this country because we don't have that category. And I know he can actually do good there if he starts working his way up. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, anything is possible. The good, the good thing about the muscle contest as well is because it's a pro show. If you turn, let's just say yeah. a bodybuilder, uh, like one of the guys turned pro. You know, you can do a two-on-two show in your in, in your own country. It's like you don't have to travel anywhere. You can just turn up on the day, and there's no stress. So. We can, I know. Well, see, the problem, the problem with that is that the we don't have that structure in Ireland to be able to kind of go. Oh yeah, we have an open category, we have a two-on-two category, we have a men's physique category, and then we have a classic physique category. So, you know, if we had those, you know, those type of physique in Ireland, we would have been doing that a long time ago. Yeah. The yeah. reason why we're not doing it today. The reason why we're not doing it today is because we don't have that many physique in Ireland to be able to structure them that way, you know? Like, the closest thing to two-on-two that we have is juniors. True. If you think about it, it's the closest thing that we have to two-on-two, you know? And then when it comes to physique, men's uh, to classic physique, we don't even call it classic physique. You know, it's done by weight and your height, but in the open bodybuilding area. So you kind of have to look at it that way, like, you know, so only, like, only, 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 uh, only muscle contest is the only Irish show that's been held here that we have classic physique. Yeah. Because in RIBBF, we don't have classic physique. Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic physique. That's what they, they, they tend to call it, but we, we don't wear the trunks and the weight and the height is different. Yeah. You get me? So even, so even if you want to do one, you can't really do the other because you, you can't no. put the same weight. You, you, no. Yeah. No. So, so you understand what I'm trying to say now? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but, it, but then again, I see, I see why this is all happening because, you know, Ireland is a small country. Like we do, we, we used to have bodybuilding great here, like, you know, almost especially uh, Sean Bolton, the likes of Sean Bowman, 
Oh, I don't want to mess up on the names, you know. Uh, and then, I mean, we have, name? we have Jim Butler. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have, uh, and Brian Bullman himself. Uh, what's his name? Blue Shinners. Uh, who? Oh, come on, uh, Tommy. Tommy John, Stott. John there was a good few guys. There was a good few international guys. Like all they these guys. They were all amateurs, though. There was no pros. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was exactly like I was. I was looking at. I was looking at pictures like old school pictures of when Sean Bullman used to kind of like you know go against all these big guys back in Europe and even even Jim Butler as well. Jimmy Butler. I used to look at these pictures. These old pictures of them going against. I was like, damn. And I'm very, very happy that I'm, I'm living in the same city with these guys because some days, some days after, uh, before a show, a couple of weeks before a show, a few, uh, really, a week before a show, I normally go down to Sean. You know, Sean is the closest, uh, old school guy to me that I could go down to, like, because he has a tattoo studio up in town. And I go down to him, like, Sean, I'm here for a checkup. You know, it's not, it's not my coach or anything like that, but, you know, he's one of the, he's, he, I'd say he's, is a, a mentor, a mentor-like kind of character to me. So I go down to him and he says it out to me straight away, like no bullshit or anything. Yeah. You know, he knows what the new generation bodybuilders look like, and he knows he knows what the old school generation bodybuilders looks like. Mm. So I'm here to get his, uh, you know, his opinion on what he thinks I look like, and that's all I go down there to him, and then we have a conversation about bodybuilding and stuff like that. So I don't expect him to tell me, oh yeah, you're looking great. No, or I do you look shit. From his perspective, his point of view, I just want him to tell me what I'm looking like. And then the conversation just flows into something else. Just because yeah. I just, you know, enjoy being around, you know, people like that. And I'm also learning that, you know, he knows more than bodybuilding than I will ever do. <laughs> you got you have to make yourself around these guys. You yeah. know, and I enjoy that. Yeah. The thing is, it's like a lot of the a lot of people don't realize like the only reason a lot of those old school guys didn't turn pro was because genetics number one. It was very hard. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't easy. It wasn't like, it's all easy now. It's all easy now to win pro cards. Don't get me wrong. It's not, it's still not easy. But it's like, easy to learn. <laughs> well, I'd say the standards is different. Mm. The standard is different. Do you get me? Back in the days, man, <laughs> you, you better... <laughs> If you don't crack the top, if you can't crack the top three or even the top five, should I even say the top five, even maybe 10, 10 or top five, if you can't, if you can't crack that in the amateur shows, you're not going to like, there's no chance of you making it as a pro. Over now, these days, you luckily do a show that you, you know, you might not get too many guys that are, you know, are in good shape and then you manage to win your class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you end up beating a guy in bodybuilding to win that the guy in an open bodybuilding class to win his overall or to win your overall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think crazy. I think the problem is though, it's like because back in the day there was only like four classes. Now there's like men's physique, classic physique, exactly, and and exactly. all the other things. So it's like it's great because it gives guys like yourself the chance to turn pro. Ooh, and, and, yeah. and everything, but I I just don't think Ireland has open bodybuilders. We just don't have it. I, there's no, not we don't have open bodybuilders. No, I think Ireland can get away. I think Ireland can get away without. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to put the women aside. I'm, I'm going to put the women in this conversation as well because Ireland has like, oh, we do have, we have incredible female athletes. But when it comes to male athletes, yeah, I think we can get, we could break the scene. We could break the scene in like men's physique and classic physique. Yeah. Those are the only two categories that I know that we could break the scene on. And when it comes to the women, like apart from the open bodybuilding women, every other category, I think Ireland has a good, has a good list of uh, female athletes here. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, we have crazy, crazy, you know, <laughs> we have crazy, unbelievable female athletes here. Like, but men, men's physique and classic physique is the only two categories that I know that we could crack. Yeah, yeah. From I mean, athletes coming out of Ireland. Yeah, I mean, but even the best men's physique guys here, I don't think they would like. I mean, even a good example. I mean, uh, what's his name? Paddy McShiel. I think he tried to turn pro there today in in men's mm. physique, and he came fourth. And it's like that kind of just shows how many people are doing that class. <laughs> So many people oh, yeah. are trying oh, yeah. to turn pro in it. But I like I like Paddy Marshall's uh, I like his uh, I like his mentality. You know, he works hard. He works hard. I think he pushes himself more than any when it comes to competing and kind of like pushing his boundaries. I think he's doing more than any men's physique in this country when it comes to actually competing and pushing yourself. You know into kind of like getting those shows. As I say, people want to jump on every show. Do you get what I mean? On every show, they think, oh yeah, there's a competition there, I'm gonna jump on that. My, you know, the perfect example of me saying you need to pick the right show, do you know what I mean? That Paddy is an example because every show, if you think of every show that Paddy has done, these are like top, top, top shows. Paddy has made it to, uh, the, to the PCA uh, British Finals. He's made it to the, I think he's made it to the Worlds as well. Yeah. And uh, he's done, um, he's done a two bros pro, two bros pro, I think. And he's doing, and the, uh, the European one that he's doing now. And, uh, you know, these are, these are, these are top level, you know, top level shows. You know, apart from the Olympians and the Anna Classic and stuff like that. If you're coming up, up and coming and you're trying to win your pro card and stuff, these are the shows that an amateur should be aiming for. Not just, or. Oh, the 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 smallest uh, show that's the, it's happening in the you know in the local side in your town or some shit oh yeah I jump on that or oh, I'm gonna jump on it you get what I mean you wanna jump into something that you know your it's gonna blow up in a nice way you get me you know sure. people talk about those kind of shows those big shows that you, you you're gonna see a lot of like you know big athletes there those are the kind of shows you wanna do because you work so hard for it it's a job you have to look at it this way bodybuilding is a job. You don't want to be picking the easy job for, you know, you get paid 100 euro for this job or 200 euro. You want to be getting paid a, a grand, five grand for, the, you know, those kind of high paying jobs. That's what you want to do. That's why you got to pick an high paying, uh, uh, a rewarding shows to put yourself into. Oh, you're sure. going to be working the same, you know, the same way you're going to be working and dieting and coaching and uh, dieting and training for a small show will be the same way you'll be training for a big show. If not, even better because you're facing a high quality athletes that you need to push yourself and test yourself. So that's why these shows are very important instead of just jumping into any shows. So the shows that you pick is what's going to reflect in your career. Yeah. That being said, talking about picking shows, do you have any aims in 2021 to do a pro show or are you just going to take a bit more time off 
So oh, I'm going to take I'm going to take a bit of time off, man, because um, as I said before, I, I I listen to my body. Not that there's anything wrong with my body. It's just I'm, I'm going through an injury right now, so that's not an excuse for me not um, planning on any shows. I'm always 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 aching and craving of getting back on stage. That's all I ever crave for. But I'm not going to go on stage when I'm not prepared, when I'm not ready, when I know I'm not complete, or when I know I have work to be done. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? There's always going to be shows. There's always going to be shows, but you can't have room for error. Do you get me? So, no. But yeah, that being said, that's, that's the way. Oh, for sure. But I mean, like, which that's the way I like to work. That's the way I like to work. Pick smart. I always say pick smart. Like, I mean, there's no point wasting your time with stuff oh, yeah. that's not going to pay off, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, but with the powerlifting, um, what got you into the powerlifting? Because, like, that came, that was completely, like, I remember I saw that and I was like, what? I was like, why is IV going and doing powerlifting? And then I talked. <laughs> people, people, people were asking me, like, oh, did you, are you not, are you not a bodybuilder anymore? I'm like, come on, like, how, how stupid could you be to ask a question like that? Are you, are you not, of course I still bodybuild. Come on. You just don't wake up one morning and just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to leave this one and then start doing this one. Yeah, some people do that, but when it comes to bodybuilding and powerlifting, you can see like there's, there's benefits there, like, you know, yeah. there's benefits there. You got to, you got to think about the benefits you're going to, you're going to make from bodybuilding, from a powerlifting if you're a bodybuilder, you know? Yeah. And the There's other way, benefits there. And the exactly. other way as well. I mean, you can so, get you can get a lighter bodybuilder who, if he trains for powerlifting, can move the same kind of exactly. weight as somebody who's heavier. I mean, like was yeah. your was that your first um, meet? The one you did there a few weeks ago. Was that your first ever? Yeah, yeah, that was my that was my first that was my first ever competition in powerlifting, and uh, I won my class. And uh, I pull, you know, I, I was, I was, man, it was such an unbelievable experience. It's just, just like, I know the feeling of being on stage when it's bodybuilding compared to the feeling of uh, being, a, uh, you know, being on stage doing powerlifting. I mean, the energy is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And you know what? I can't wait for the next time I'm going to be doing it again because I loved it. I, 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 I loved it. I enjoyed the whole process leading to, leading to it. And during it, like it's just it's just fantastic. It's just something that it doesn't even it doesn't even like makes it it doesn't make a dent in my bodybuilding training. You, you get what I mean? It doesn't kind of like take a lot of uh, you know a lot of work off my bodybuilding training. It's just perfect. It sits well. I enjoy doing the border. You get me? Most especially the days when like bodybuilding is a seasonal is it's a seasonal kind of, uh, sport game or job should I say? When I'm not competing, I could be powerlifting. Yeah. I, I'm just that type of guy that I love to be busy. I like to do something. And what actually made me start powerlifting was uh, because of COVID. So mid-COVID, you know, I was sitting there. <clears throat> all the gyms are closed. I literally contacted every gym in, uh, in, um, in Limerick. I contacted, I'm going to put the names out there. I contacted Planet Talent. I contacted um, Monster Pro. I contacted them. What you did I contacted again? Because uh, this was this was the closest gym to my place. Anyways, I contacted those symbols. They did not reply me at all. 
you know, because I thought of it, you know, not that I'm trying to be like oh, a special somebody that people have to open a gym for me or any stuff like that, but when they see me in the gym, they know I'm there for one thing, and that's the joint. Yeah. So by me texting them or calling them during mid-COVID or stuff like that is not for any other reason. It's kind of like see what options they have out there. Like, So um, there was only one guy that had his gym open for me and I was able to train and I was very glad he did that, you know. And I took up the sport, you know. And uh, I took up the sport then. He figured out, uh, he told me there was a competition coming soon if I'd like to do that. And I had the time to train for it. I had the space to train for it, and I pushed, I pushed, I pushed, I trained, I trained, I trained, and my God, me training, just just me being able to train during COVID kept me sane, I was happy, but also the fact that I was looking forward to something else other than me just training during COVID, that just made it even better for me, you know, and uh, I was very, I'm very glad I picked that up, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm going to keep doing it, I'm going to stick at it. But that doesn't mean I'm not bodybuilding anymore, okay? So you guys don't, <laughs> you're going to see me again. <laughs> Trust me. Well, what's the uh, what's the name of the gym, that uh, the, the, the powerlifting gym that you went to? Um, Southside Barbell. Southside Barbell. It's, called, it's owned by, um, by, a, uh, by an Irish powerlifter, Shane Brody. I think most of you might, might know the guy. Yeah, Shane Brody is a G, man. Shane Brody is a motherfucking G. Big ups to Shane Brody, man. It's, it's got such a fantastic gym. Everyone that trains in there, even the powerlifters down there, A1 class guys. Like, I mean, we the way we work together in there when it comes to training, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, everybody everybody helps each other out there. Everyone is always working together. Everyone always, you know, just give themselves to other people so they can help out, like give time to them, like, you know. That's what, that's what, like, you won't get that in a bodybuilding gym. Oh, it's nah. <laughs> bodybuilding is quite bitchy. I mean, in Ireland it is anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it is, it is if you're the kind of guy that you tend to train with a lot of people, you know? You're always going to get this. But if you train with the same person, you know, like, the last thing you're going to be hearing is, oh, this fella is saying this, this fella is saying this. Like, I don't have that problem in the gym at all. The only problem that I have in the gym is, you know, my headphones and the guy that I'm training with. When I'm in the gym, so I have my head, my, my hoodie on my head, me and my training partner, we just fucking boom. We just yeah. train away, we train, we train, we train like there's nobody there. Yeah. Like, we, we, don't, we don't care, we just get work done. We get it done. Now, outside of the bodybuilding, would you, would you be working, like, would you be a coach or, like, how do you, how do you actually fund all this, um, all the lifting? Like, would you... What, what, what's the dream, I suppose, at the end of the day? What's the dream? Well, I'm a family man. Yeah. So that's one thing. And uh, yeah, I do a bit of personal training on the side, a bit of coaching on the side. Yeah. Deadly, deadly. Now, being a family man, if, you're, if, you're, is mm. it, if your son said to you, mm -hmm. I want to be a bodybuilder at some point, would you, would you help me? Would you, would you help him do it the right way, basically? If my son wants, if my son wants to be a bodybuilder, I will, I will, I will teach him. I will guide him. I will, you know, I will instruct him. But um, first, I'll open up his eyes into, you know, because my mother, my parents, has always wanted me to kind of like achieve more in life, yeah. and um. When I, as I as I got older, I kind of had to figure out life myself, you know. 
because everybody wants to be able to, you know, live happily financially. Everything is good and all that stuff. But if you if you if you can't, okay, if you wish if you wish of something and something doesn't come the way you want to, you know, you wish it to happen, or what people want you to be is not who you became. You know, you you, you know, you have to kind of like figure and uh, figure out life the way you want it to be, and everything is not about money. You know, it's not about fame. It's not about, you know, fabulous materials and stuff like that. There is more to life than that. And my number one thing is as long as I'm happy, you know, and everyone around me is happy, that is more, that is more than money to me. That's so right. as long as I'm happy and I'm smiling and my kids are smiling, uh, you know, my family is smiling, that's, that's a luxury to me. And that, can, that gets me going. So, you know, if uh, by 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 me doing what I do, by me doing what I do, I want to pass it on to my kids. So I have to teach them first that there is more to life than what you see, than you know, putting up pictures on Instagram or every time to try to like you know impress other people. What about you? What do you really want for yourself? You know, what do you really want for yourself? I know by you getting all those likes is gonna kind of give you a little tingle in your spine and stuff like that, but. What's that like gonna get you? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, I tell people this all the Exactly. Time. You know, people go crazy for it. They're like, okay, I need to put this down so I can impress those people. Who's gonna impress you? Yeah. So you know what I mean? So you need to learn to appreciate yourself first before you do for other people. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna let my son know by being a bodybuilder, it's not the most paying job in the world. Okay. It's not the most paying job in the world, but it's the love that you have for it. If you put so much love into it and you enjoy what you're doing, you're gonna get reward. You get, you're gonna get reward of where it's, it's not gonna be. It's, it's not an expected reward, uh, reward, but it's uh, it, it just comes in when you don't expect it. Because you, you're doing what you do, you're doing what you love, you're enjoying what you're doing. You know, you're not being forced or pushed to do it, but you're also showing the reward of it as well. So that's the kind of that's the kind of example I'd like to share. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying it. I don't get paid. I don't get paid loads of money or any stuff like that. But I'm doing this because I love it. And whatever comes through what I'm doing, it's just the reward of the gratitude of you know the sport that I love. And oh, that's for sure. it. For sure. I mean, I tell people this all the time. Like, even though I haven't won a show, and all the guys who bet me, I'm like, why haven't the guys who've won my classes gone abroad and competed? Because I've gone abroad and competed because I love to do it. Exactly. And I was like, I wanted to see what it was like in the UK. And I remember when I went to the PCA finals and I was just looking around at everybody. And I was like, okay, there's, a, there's levels. There's Ireland and then exactly. there's England up, way up there somewhere. And we're just trying to get up there. I was just like, fuck, I have a lot of work to do. Mm. You have to go and you have to see. You have to see it in person. It's freaky. I love it. But like what? I can't. Like I can't wait. I can't wait till I actually like you know get out there and actually you know to the pro level because I know it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be challenging as fuck, and I'm not expecting it to be easy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not expecting it to be easy because I know a lot of people kind of like, oh, hey, you don't put up stuff no more. How come we don't see you no more? Um, are you still training? Are you still this? Are you still that? Oh, you look so small, IB. It's like, guys, okay, you train the way you train. Let me train the way I train. I'm training technically. 
technique. I'm, I'm training with, you know, with caution. I'm training with caution. I'm approaching training with caution. I'm approaching my body with caution. I'm treating training at my body. Let's, let's do it this way. I'm doing this scientifically rather than just falling into it like other people would. So whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it with, you know, with caution, you know? So I'm not trying to like, you know, injure myself. I'm letting my body re uh, relax when it needs to be relaxed. And then I'm working it when it needs to be. Instead of overworking. Oh, 100%, 100%. I mean, I'd be, I'd be of the same mindset. It's like, you have to find what training works for you as a person. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do what somebody else does. And, you know, I'm sure you're the same. You do your own thing. And, you know, it's worked well enough. Oh, yeah, I thought I lost you there for a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> what I basically said there was, like, you have to find what works for you. I mean, like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many different ways to train, but I think at the end of the day, like what will build a good physique is enough weight and I think enough resistance and the food, you have to eat a fuck ton of food. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I, that, that's probably my least favorite thing is the food. Like the training's the, the fun. Yeah, well see, that, that's the thing, like, because people, people are always looking at it this way when it comes to the food. Like, oh, you have to constantly eat, you have to constantly eat, you have to constantly, you can't, well, yeah, that's what's but in bodybuilding. Sometimes you do some things that you don't really want to do. That's the sport. But you only do that leading up to a show. Me, off season, I couldn't care what I looked like. I could be fat, I could be skinny, I couldn't give a crap what I looked like off season. Because when I'm when there's a show that I want to do, when I know there's a day for a show that I want to do, leading up to that to that show, that's when the work starts. And you have to give yourself enough time to be able a realistic goal that you can achieve for that show. Not just, oh, I'm gonna have a show in, uh, in, uh, in April, so I'm gonna start in February. No, you gotta, like, if you have a show in April, you have to, you know, have a plan. How much muscle do you think you're gonna put on by then? What kind of exercise routine you wanna follow? Your food, all that because you're not going to grow overnight. It takes time. So what I do is I always get after a show, after a couple of shows, I give my body a break. I don't have to beat myself because it's kind of like you're going to work. There's no point in you going to work when there's nothing to do work. You only go to work when there's something to do work. You know? So I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go to the gym when I know, oh, I'm going don't get me wrong. People train off season and you know, like, but I, I, I do it differently because I still class myself as a young guy. I want to live. I want to live long. <laughs> I want to live long, and I'm not going to let because of I started bodybuilding. That's going to be the end of me. Mm. No, I'm still going to do everything right so that I make sure that I'm there. I'm. I'm. I'm going to live long enough to be there for my kids, you know, my family and stuff like that. So I have to train smart. I have to uh, compete smart. You know, choose shows right and stuff like that. So these are the things that I chose to do, and it's been going well for me because I've been doing it with the right people. I've been planning them with the right coach and stuff like that. You know, a coach that understands me, knows me well, knows my do's and don'ts and all those stuff. So, you know, why change all that when everything's going well for you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'd be of the same opinion, man. I, I, I tell people this, like, I'm, I, I think to progress, to yeah. progress, it's simple enough. You just have to, to beat what you beat. Oh, yeah. 
in the last show. And that's it. I mean, it, it, that's really it. Just better, just be better than you were last time. This was better than you were last time because you know your 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 physique is is what your it's actually your your physique is your is your how can I put it is what you make money of. It's kind of like your your speaker to the people, you know. In bodybuilding, it's your body that kind of communicates with people, you know. It's your body. So in order to keep that going, you want to keep it at a certain type of. Uh, level of uh, consistent where people be like oh my god i remember that guy he did not look like that the last time he looks much better now you know so you have to know what way to kind of like keep that going which mm. is very important in the sport mm. well, look talking about the sport like i mean is there any guys who you think like are you prepping anybody at the moment like do you have any clients that you think will do well i prep with? i, I prep um I prepped my younger brother, Malik. He did uh, he did PCA, he did PCA and uh, and, uh, and uh, me and me and Shane actually prepped him. So me and Shane I prepped him. Sorry, I was trying to take the shine away from Shane there as well. <laughs> like like this is one thing I like I believe I believe me and Shane you know we work well together. So me and Shane whatever even sometimes when I'm uh, when I'm uh, coaching people. Me and Shane are the one we, you know, we do it together. Hopefully, in the future, we're gonna make it a business. So yeah. me and him, you know, Shane mostly work on the meal plans. I work on the training programs. So, and uh, you know, the workout routines and stuff like that. I would aim at, you know, getting that right. And then Shane would work on like, you know, the bills and stuff like that. So we did that for few. We did that for few guys. We did that for Fergie. Uh, Ferg you know, these are the guys in my uh, in the Take Dark Night, and uh, they did very well. Both yeah. very well in the. Uh, um, nationals and uh, PCA in Galway. Sad, sad. Yeah, so. Did your brother win men physique? Did he did a junior did. or was it? Yeah, yeah, he won. He won. He won the men's physique in uh, PCA and uh, and uh, nationals last year. So last yeah. year, yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. How old and is Fergal, he? Fergal. Um, I think he's twenty-two. Okay, he's a big man. He's big, he's a big kid, man. His back, his back is incredible, man. His back is like a top shell. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so tense. It's mad. The guy just—if you see him real life, you see his back, face to face, man. You just be like, how? Mm. Yeah, he he loves like he used to do a lot of pull-ups. He just yeah. pulls up, pulls up, pulls up, pulls up. And then the other lad, would he be? Would he be your training partner? The other guy. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, he has a lot of muscle. He has a lot of muscle. He's like the dude is the dude is like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. He trains hard. He trains hard. So like all the guys, all the guys that I work with, they train hard because I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand I wouldn't be able to stand it if I'm watching them doing what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be able to stand it. No. So this is one thing I always tell them is guys, I've tried this, this way it got me. You've seen, literally, we won all these shows, all the shows that I've been winning, that I've been winning. We, these guys were there training with me. They were always there training with me. They yeah. were always there before the show. They were always there after the show. You know, so these guys are also part of my, you know, success. Yeah. Throughout all those shows that I won. These guys are Shane, Fargo, Robbie, uh, I don't want to forget names, Malik. 
these guys were there with me. All the previous shows that I've done, they were there with me. And they said how much work I have to fucking do, how much I have to suffer, how much training. They witnessed it. So by them doing it and saying exactly what it takes, and they, impl they implemented that into their own routine as well, and I was there to also oversee it, you know, it works out well for everybody. That's you know? So that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can explain. That's the only way I can explain how it works with you. <laughs> Dude, I'd be the exact same. I mean, I have one training partner who I train with when, when we can, and then I've only worked with one coach ever. And like, I don't work with them anymore. And I, I do my own stuff, and I'm kind of like, I have, you know, Niall Kinsler. I heard, but I'm not too familiar with him. He, 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 um, he's done, he does all the masters shows. Like he's, he's been in the, in the scene a long time. He's building a gym in his house. So I was like, okay, when I'm prepping, I'm just going to go to your house every single week. And you can just make sure I'm in condition. Sorry, I, I do know Noel. Bald guy, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know Noel. Sorry, yeah, I know Noel. Yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, he's, sorry, he's sorry. He's a big, he's a big, he's a He's a big guy. He's a big guy. I don't know him. I don't know him. Uh, so I was uh, like, I was like, I'm like, oh my God, I remember that before somebody spotted or tells him. <laughs> yeah, I know him, bro. He's a, he'd be the guy who I'd kind of use, like, like as you said with Sean Bowman, it would be the same situation. I'd kind of just use him as an eye, just to make sure everything's kind of sticking together. But I worked with um, Christian McLinden for a few years, and that was actually okay. But, uh, you know, we, 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 we got my results. We got the qualifications for the finals and everything, but, you know, personal life got in the way then. And I look, I tell people this, like, I will never, ever, ever compete again when I'm going through a breakup again. Because my God, I remember every time I got went <laughs> off and binged on food for like three days. <laughs> like it was my own fault. It was my own fault. Like, but it's not easy. It's no, not easy. No. But, some people will say. Some people will say is when you kind of like go through like you know a breakup relationship. That's where the mind spends more time training. Doing yeah. For like, it's not like it doesn't work like that for some people, you know. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a bodybuilder outside of the gym. Like what like I like I just like to eat my food and train, but outside of that, like I'd be quite normal, you know. I wouldn't I don't think of myself as a meathead, you know. So it's like if I don't have stability, everything kind of just goes down the drain. But look, it is what it is, man. And, I have to say, oh, like, dude, I, don't, I understand, bro. I do understand, bro, because I'll be honest with you. The worst, I think, the worst thing that would ever happen to me is me losing my girl. And we know that I'm a bodybuilder and lose my girl, man. Shit, I would like. <laughs> dude, it's just going to feel like my whole life is after coming crashing down, bro. So yeah. I definitely understand how you feel, bro. Yeah. I would hate that. Oh. I would hate that, bro. My best result, look, dude, I tell people this, it's like, use it as fuel. Like, use it as fuel. That's all you can do. But look, we're coming up We're coming up on the hour, man, so I'm going to just ask a, a, a few quick-fire questions, and then I'll let you go. Yeah. So, this show coming up, how well do you think Shane is going to do as your as your coach? How well do you think? As my coach, I think he's going to do incredible. Yeah. I think he's going to do incredible. Because I tell you one thing, I know how hard this guy works, and everybody knows what it's for like it's it's you know Shane's physique is next to none. Mm. You, you you can't you can't find a physique like that guy in this country. 
And I know some people who like to say, oh yeah, sure, I'll be with this. Nah, nah, Shane is my friend. I've never said I'd be able to beat Shane. Nope. You know, Shane could beat me, I could beat Shane. That's just the way bodybuilding works. But for me, to him, Shane's physique is next to none. Next to none. And I hope he does well, you know. Um, I hope he does fantastic there. But listen, bodybuilding is a tough job. And yeah. whatever win or lose, it's, all, it's an experience, man. You know what I mean? This sport is out there because we, we can only do as much as we can do. It's up to us to go out there and enjoy ourselves at the same time. Mm. But I do have big faith in him. I, I, I believe he's going to do well. Oh, it's, sure. a master, it's a masterpiece of, in, in posing. Yeah. Just that alone is going to blow people's mind away, like, you know? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, routine, man. I have no doubt. Routine, I have no doubt it's going to. Like, whatever he picks, like, he, he, I was like, no, a lot of the pros don't know how to pose. That's the problem. A lot of them don't know how to pose. So if you know how to pose, you're already at a level that's better than half of the guys on stage. So, like, what's this guy's name? This American guy's name, uh, Rob Diesel. Yeah. Like, Rob Diesel has a nice physique, but he's not the biggest guy there. But his posing makes him stand out from everybody. Do you know what I mean? That's the way I see Shane as well. Shane, his posing makes him stand out from every other person in there. Yeah, so he won't be the biggest. He won't be the biggest guy up there. I think it would be. Um, you don't need to be the biggest guy up there because think about it. You're not. Doing, it's not bodybuilding, you no. Know? So that's one thing people forget as well. That you know, all these guys, they be adding muscle. They be, you know, like dude, you can be big all you want, no problem. But if you don't have that small waist, fucking round shoulder, that X factor in the mess. Don't, you know, don't brag about it. Like, nobody cares how much muscle you put on. Do you look classic? Can you win a classic show? Do you know what I mean? That's what we care about. Show us what you got. Everybody can be big. I can be big if I want to get big. But that's not, that's not what I'm about. I, I have to go to an open class to do that if I want to be a big bodybuilder. Yeah. But this is classic physique. It's all about the X Factor, bro. If you, <laughs> if you don't have that, you can't hang with us, man. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. Shane, Shane has that, so. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of respect for the classic guys because it's 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 so it's based on structure. You know, I mean, it's completely oh, yeah. like it's structure. Like like I know, like I remember someone asked me, "Oh, why don't you do classic physique?" And I was like, "I don't think I'd make the weight cut off anymore. Like if I was to do an amateur, one of weight cut off." So I was like, "I love it, but you would have had to." talked to me about four years ago and then I would have done it if it was around but at this yeah. point I'm like I, I, I'm kind of like it's like I just want to get big you know I, I like, you feel like you feel like you're going to be you're going to be cutting away all the work you've done yeah yeah and, and I all know all those years work like yeah I mean it's yeah. like I know I can get bigger like I mean it's just condition you know it's just condition so I'm like once I win it once I get condition I'll win something you know, I'm, I'm not too... I do, like, this is the way, like, I, I always say to people, it's not all about winning. It's not all about winning, man. Right? Yeah. I understand, you know, winning is a... To win something is a, it's, it's a, it's a great emotion, you know? So winning, that winning, that winning feeling is a, it's, it's probably the best emotion you'll ever feel. But, you know, taking a hell as well, it's an emotion that you have to embrace, you know? Like I like we we all have lost shows at some point. It doesn't mean uh, it only makes sure it only makes you go down and figure out what you've done wrong, yeah. and then fix it up. You know, you have to be able to kind of like use that logic. 
But some guys that lose a show, they just be like, ah, the judge is even, he wasn't fair with me, this, that, or, or my mail, I shouldn't have had this, and I shouldn't have had that. Yeah, understandable. You have to go back and make sure where that judge did you wrong, you come back the next time and you make that judge goes, wow, this guy actually did listen. That's the way it is. You know, you have to listen to the part where you did wrong. Don't fight yourself or don't fight people or don't hit yourself up because, oh, you did bad at this time. It's all part of experience. You cannot be a winner if you don't lose. Yeah. You know, if you keep winning all the time, you will never get strong on how to actually be better than who you are. So, like... Yeah, no, going into that, there's one thing I, I've always thought. Like, there's a lot of guys in Ireland who do all the small shows so they can win all the small shows, but they won't do bigger shows because they won't know... Do big shows, exactly. I'm so that's just... what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, when it comes to picking a show, you want to pick the right show. People want to pick the easy show because they feel like they're going to win it. But that, that's not challenging. Do you get me? It's not challenging. You know, you, know, you, want, to pick, you want to pick the right show by putting yourself into working... Because guys, like, I, I'm gonna say it again. Yeah, the reason why the reason why Ireland isn't okay. They're looking at these guys. They're like, oh, these guys aren't hard working. They all look the same every year. They're not challenging enough. You know, like, fair enough. There's not much in Ireland to 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 kind of like push yourself into. But there is hard shows. Yeah. There is hard shows. Like, I've done since the time since when muscle contests have happened. I've I've done two of muscle contests, 2018 and 2019. My first year Ireland, I wasn't successful. I came second. It doesn't mean like, oh my God, I'm after giving up because I, I fixed up why it went wrong and I came the next year. Like, look at the guy that won the uh, that won 2018 muscle contest uh, overall in, in classic. He's a big motherfucker. His bicep, his chest, everything. Like, I was so tiny compared to this guy. Even the guy that won my class in uh, 2018, he, he was mad. He, you know, he was thick. He was this. He was that. And I looked at, I was like, fucking hell. Like, how can I cope with these guys? And I was, I was like, do you know what I mean? I was like. What is going on here, bro? I had a year. I took myself, I, you know, I took a year off. I did muscle con sorry, I did PCA, and then I took a year off. Yeah. I didn't do any other shows. I built myself. I built my, did everything that I did wrong. The previous years, I did it right. And I went down there. Don't get me wrong. The second time was even tougher because I was facing guys that I know, <laughs> guys that were already winning shows in the country. So it wasn't an easy show anyway. But, you know, no, you um, was it was you and uh, you and Leon, man. I remember. Yeah, Leon and Leon is like Leon has a three trunks for a leg, like you know. So, but I had to, I had to outbeat him, I had to outshine him, I outshine him, I had to outstand him, I had to outbattle him on stage to you know to get the win. So this, these are all the things that you have to work on to be able to you know finish this game up there. Exactly. And that's what it takes, like you know, don't look at don't don't look at big shows as like oh my god. You have to be able to experience it and see what you can do, and you never know what the end result might be. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. For sure, I'd agree with you there, man. But, you know, on that, I think that's probably the best note to finish up on. Okay. So is there any, any shout-outs or any, you know, any, any, any people or any gyms you want to give a bit of uh, a shout-out? Right. I, I would like to give a shout-out to uh, everybody who's been on. Um, watching the show, listening to the show, uh, Irish uh, Iron Podcast, everyone that's been tuning in, I'd like to give everyone a shout out. I'd like to give everyone a shout out. I'd like to give my coach a shout out, Shane. This weekend, listen, brother, I got your back. I'm going to have your back. I know you're going to do good. You bring on that win and you do what you do best, brother. 
and uh, I want to give a shout out to the Gym Once Reverend at Southside Barco and uh, every other gym out there doing their thing and everybody out there struggling, going through life, hardship and all that stuff through this COVID. Guys, keep your head up and uh, things are going to be better. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, everyone in general, every good people out there. Listen, let's all work together. Let's all work together. We all work. Okay. Give, I want to give a big shout out to Ireland as well, you know, uh, the mother island on the, in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much, and uh, one love. And thank you very much, uh, all for having me on this show as well. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Well, look, with that, I am just, before we end, I just have to give a shout out to my sponsor, so Elevate Injury Clinic, out in Kulak. And if anyone's looking for deep tissue, needling, cupping, uh, mention Irish Iron, you'll get uh, 20% off your first treatment. And I think he's actually running a promo now. So if you're in the Dublin area, uh, check it out. He's a busy guy, though. Um, I haven't actually seen him in a while, but it's grand. And I'm not dead. So you know what? I'll get it done when I need to get it done. But Elevate Injury Clinic. And with that done, we are... 